Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on internet land and socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Bienvenido al Artista Viviente Podcast. Soy su anfitrión, Preston M. Smith. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, that's it. That was for all of our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters out there. Yeah, there's got to be some of them that are listening to this. I know I've got a bit of a following in Argentina. Argentina. Boludo. All my... Uh, family and friends over there. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Shout out to you and please don't laugh too much at my Spanish introduction. It's funny that we all have these announcer voices in every language. You know what I mean? It's like, that's obviously an announcer voice. You hear that on all the commercials uh, in the midst of like a soccer game or whatever. That's not how people normally speak, but neither are our announcers. Then on a special episode of Gilmore Girls, I think you might remember that from another episode, but we all put on the front for the announcer voice. Come on. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about finding your market, hence the Spanish opening. See, there's always a little reason for what I do. There's a method to my madness or a madness to my method. Like the Tom Waits song, I'm big in Japan, I'm big in Japan. You know, sometimes that's all you need. If you're big in Japan... Focus on Japan. I know last time we talked about casting a wide net. And this time, I'm going to shit all over what I said last time and talk about finding your market, your niche, specializing a bit. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is possible to do both. But all I'm saying really is an area that you and your work performs well in. For example, I have a few of them, and I focus a lot of my add dollars and, you know, look for representation in some of these areas. I had somebody one time contact me from Florida and say, you know, we love your work, the vibrant colors of your work. We think that'll sell really well in Florida. And I've actually had quite a few collectors from Florida over the years uh, to back that up. I also, for some reason, I don't know if it's the geometry of my work, but it does really well in England. Um, I've probably sold between two and 300 pieces to collectors in the UK. So, you know, you find those things over time, these little metrics, what's working for you, what's not working for you. And it just allows you to specialize not only your ads that you're buying or, or that kind of marketing that you're focusing on, but, you know, who you're looking for. Like, let's say you're looking for gallery representation. Uh, okay, maybe look for some gallery representation in Florida if you're big in Florida or the UK if you're big in the UK. 
Or Japan, if you're big in Japan. You get the drift here. So you can do all these other things. You can be local. You can be represented locally. You can do well. You can maybe even kill it here. That could even be specialized in certain areas of, let's just take Los Angeles, for example, since that's where I live and work. Maybe you do really well every time you show in Silver Lake. Okay. So maybe start showing in Silver Lake a little more often. Maybe find some galleries around that area that you could approach and say, hey, come in there, come into the gallery with some metrics. Like, look, my records show that I've sold 60% of the work that I show in Silver Lake. Uh, show them the numbers. You know, obviously, if you've sold for a good amount, they'll they'll want to see that. Maybe they won't care, but, you know, come in there armed with some data. Uh, I think that that helps. There's some things that are obviously a little bit more site-specific. Like, for example, if you do beach scenes or you do sailboats or whatever, you're probably not going to be selling a lot of those in Ohio, for example. You might. I mean, there might be a market for that, people who are dreaming of the ocean or trying to get out. But you also might, like if you're in a touristy area by the beach where there's a big surfing community and you paint surfboards or you paint on surfboards or you paint surfing scenes or boating scenes, your work's probably going to sell a little better there. Now, that's not always true. And I'm not telling you to change your style to fit where you live. I'm saying the opposite of that. Don't change your style. Find your voice, be true to your voice, but find a place that is true to your voice. Find a place or a group, a little niche that responds well to your style and to what you're saying. You know, there's a lot of people who do very specialized work, like really dark work, or, you know, I paint gauchos. Just to stay on the Argentinian theme, gauchos are like the Argentinian equivalent of cowboys, sort of. I'm going to get some people who are pushing back on that, but it's, you know, basically what it is. So if you paint gauchos, that's your whole painting theme in your work, then you're probably not going to sell those very well in New York City unless there is a big Argentinian community or people who are very interested in Argentinian culture, which there are little pockets of that. So I'm basically making my own point here. You can specialize even within a city. Like if you went to an Argentinian community and just showed that work, uh, you're probably going to sell a higher percentage of that work than you would in Chinatown, right? But also you're going to sell more of that in certain areas of Argentina, maybe some touristy areas where people are interested in gauchos. So you can find your market or you can find your market within a market. Ooh. So just something to think about. Now, I want to underline, highlight, and put an exclamation point at the end of this, but I'm not saying to follow trends or to paint things that don't speak to you. That's extremely important. Us as artists, finding our voice, finding what we paint, what we're passionate about is priority number one. So find that, find that voice, something that you're very passionate about expressing, express that to its fullest, develop a voice, develop your craft. And once you've got that down pat and it's okay, this is what I like to do. Now you go find your market, go find your area or your region of the world that responds really well to your work. Maybe that's a lot of them. You know, if you're lucky, maybe there's 10, 20, 30 areas of the world that really respond to your work. Okay, now you know where to target your ads. Now you know where to look for galleries. Now you know where to, hey, travel and sell your work on the street if you want. Those are things that are, you're going to have a higher probability of selling your work in those areas or in those niche markets. 
Now, maybe it's not just the theme of your work or the overall aesthetic of your work, whatever you create, that speaks to a market. Maybe it's your personality. There's a lot of people whose personality and story are wrapped up in their brand as an artist. Whatever that artwork says and speaks to people, whatever your personal story says, however people respond to you when they see you, that kind of voice behind your work is also extremely important. Some would say it's more important. Uh, I'm not going to say that, but I think it's important to have the total package. But maybe if you're a really outspoken person, you've got a big personality and that sells your work a lot of the time, you're probably going to do better in certain inner city areas uh, than like selling your work at church, (laughs) for example. I'm trying to use the most extreme examples as I can to kind of make this hit home this point, but you get the idea. So whatever your voice is, whatever your style is, whatever your brand is, that's important too. And you can find a little market for that as well. And hey, to take this even a step further, this might be a little bit of marketing 101, but sit back and think about what you're trying to say with your work. What is it that got you into creating art? Was it just something that was allowing you to express yourself and to express some inner demons or to be cathartic, like a working through process of some psychological trauma or whatever you've had? Okay, that's good. That might be something you think is only speaking to you. But really, there's a lot of people who are going through the same thing. There's a lot of people who are overcoming trauma. There's a lot of people who are working through their own demons. And maybe your artwork speaks to them as well. Now, I'm not saying that if your work, for example, helped you beat your alcoholism, you know, get over your problem with addiction or alcoholism. I'm not saying go sell your work outside of AA meetings. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you can find people that you know would respond well because maybe you're kindred spirits on that level. This last example is a little sensitive. The point is that if you have work that speaks to yourself and a dark period that you went through, you're probably not going to be showing your work like that at a beach community where they only show super bright colors, happy faces, you know, nudes on the beach, kids playing in the water, surfboards, that kind of stuff. So just know your market. So much of turning the corner as an artist once you've developed a body of work and a voice with your work and a brand even. I know some artists hate that term brand, but, you know, if you're selling your work online or you're taking the reins, you are a brand at some point, especially these days in the era of social media, you are a brand. So, so much of turning that corner from being a talented artist who's not selling to one who is selling is just knowing your market, knowing where to sell, which galleries to be with, which areas to live in, which people to run around with, which other artists to share studios with. So the takeaway for this episode would be to start testing this if you haven't already. If you've been in the game a while and you have a pretty solid track record of selling work, then all you need to do is go back over that work and start putting together the metrics, start breaking it down to which areas of the world you sell a lot of work, which maybe which areas of the city you live in that you sell a lot of work, what age group you sell a lot of work to, on and on and on. So you can start breaking this down and see for yourself. And if you have that data, then I challenge you to start an ad campaign. 
try Facebook, try Google ads, whatever you want to do, but specialize it to that group, to that region. You can go from just in your city, within your city. Let's say you're in Los Angeles. If you sell well in Hollywood, you can start in Hollywood. Maybe you sell better in West Hollywood, uh, you know, start in West Hollywood. But if you are taking it a little broader and you've sold a lot of work to the UK, like I have, for example, take out some ads that are specifically targeted to the UK and see how that works for you. These things don't happen overnight. So give it a little time, you know, give it a month or two and see if you get any traction. And if it's not working, maybe you need to tighten the screws a little bit. If you're one of these artists who doesn't have an, enough sales to kind of have this data, well, now it's time to start thinking about, you know, what is your brand? What is your body of work? What are you trying to say with your work? And, you know, just develop your craft a little more, develop your body of work, get that voice to a point where people recognize it. And then once that happens, you'll start selling. And then you can start working on figuring out which areas of the world, of your city, of your barrio uh, in Argentina, you sell best at or sell best in. And then take that and run with it. Look, this might not be the end-all be-all for you. It hasn't been for me. I don't make all my living from these targeted marketing campaigns, as you know from my last episode, which is called Casting a Wide Net. But it is definitely another tool you should have in your arsenal. The better you get at all of these things, the better you're going to be at selling your work in general, the better you're going to be at being able to quit your job or do art full-time. Or if you're already doing art full-time and you're just barely getting by, get to that next level of having some extra money in the bank, You know, uh, being able to fund more projects, being able to upgrade your living situation, your studio. You get the idea. So hopefully some of this has been a little helpful and accept the challenge. Start trying some of these things. That's what it's all about. Getting out of your comfort zone, trying new things, getting better at things, evolving. Dare we say that we're evolving as artists and human beings? I think so. So let's get out there. Vámonos, chicos. Estamos aprendiendo este negocio de arte. See you next time. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.